Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save $25. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831 that little chico pit bull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide. You already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at negative to positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken and you know, that's fire. Now, Bobo, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on negative to positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. Hey, everyone. John Roca here. Pluto TV is the leading free streaming television service. Watch over 100 TV channels and thousands of movies on demand, all completely free. Pluto TV never asks for a credit card. You don't even need to sign up to watch free. Pluto TV is the easy and completely legal way to watch your favorite TV shows and hit movies for free. What are you waiting for? Never pay for TV again by downloading Pluto TV. You can download Pluto TV for free on all of your favorite devices today, including your phone, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Apple TV, Smart TVs, PlayStation, and anywhere else you stream. In an era of online retail where everything is just a few clicks away, buying a car should be no different. That's why at Carvana, you can buy a car 100% online. We made it easy to browse, view, and buy from over 10,000 cars. You can even trade in your old car, all while binge-watching your favorite TV show. Afterwards, we'll deliver your car to you. Or you can pick it up from one of our car vending machines. Either way, your car comes with a seven-day return policy. So grab a seat, relax in your comfy pants, and enjoy the new way to buy a car at Carvana. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save 25 bucks. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831.20. of the box office records and smashed talking major x with rob liefeld in the studio today it is a giant day for comic fans i am so excited for spoilers and major x and all of the glory that is comic books are you ready 
Are we? Can we be? Can we be Is ready? it possible? Welcome back to Collider hey, Heroes. Hey, thanks for having me. This is so man? exciting. Thank you so much. Episode 303, our first Collider Heroes officially diving into spoilers, and we're going to talk Major X now. And we, we should say, we're gonna we're probably going to have spoilers throughout this episode. We tried to figure out if we could partition it out, and we just don't think we can do it, so watch out. If you uh, haven't save seen this the... up. Um, come back warnings, and see us in a warnings. week. Yeah, all yeah. the wavy hands. If you're one warnings. of the seven people in America that hasn't seen Avengers Endgame, pause this, go watch it, yeah, come back seriously. to us in three hours. <laughs> now, Avengers Endgame, let's dive into spoilers, because we the whole show is going to be there, but I haven't talked to you about it yet, man. What do you, what yeah, do you no, think of Endgame? Uh, well, I loved it. I mean, uh, so you were there Monday night, right? We yeah, were yeah, all yeah. there. It was the, big, the big swanky premiere. Um, no, I mean, it was one of those... I can't believe how much I'm loving this. This stuck the landing. All the all the things you're thinking. You're, you're. I, I, I gotta be honest. The writers deserve so much credit. I, the Russos are great. They're fantastic. They're proven. I just there's so much in the writing in this film, in the screenplay, in the just the crafting of the story that I just thought was brilliant. Just like literally like that. They had the highest possible, you know. Uh, achievement to, to well no feet to achieve yeah, yeah nobody said anything the like this they stuck the land you're just like wow I I love it yeah <laughs> and I, I I saw it with my son 18 years old next to me who was also flipping out so it was great everyone was flipping out that yeah. was a great thing everyone was flipping out that night it was great and and I'll tell you I'll tell you how good Endgame is Thursday afternoon I'm sitting there going I've already seen the movie. Why do I feel like I'm left out? I'm left out. Everyone's seeing it tonight. And my family goes, what are you doing? I'm, I'm searching for tickets. And I, I finally found tickets at 7.15, and I took the whole family, and I was like, I have people to talk with this about. Because yes. my son flew back to Texas. He came in for the premiere. He flew back. So, I mean, I was like, I, I even said on, I said, I've seen the movie, and I feel left out. I need to go be with the community. You found yes. tickets for your whole family at 7.15 no, no, on opening night? Uh, uh, at 2.30 in the afternoon. That's amazing. That's amazing. Amazing. Ask me if we sat together. No. But, uh, you found but seats. We got good seats. Really good seats. One, one, and two. My wife and my daughter, and then me and my other son, we split up. It was great. No, I mean, and that's how good it was. I was like, I have to go see it again. I want to be part of the communal experience. Yeah. Um, it was fantastic. So I had the absolute honor of presenting a bunch of the movies at the LCAP, and I got to be there presenting. It was amazing. It was, it was such an honor leading up to Endgame, and then I got to meet the Russos and Marcus and McFeely and yeah. Kevin Feige to present Endgame. So I had already seen the movie, and then I had already seen the press screening, and then I was at the Endgame, and I still had to be there for an hour. I couldn't leave. Yeah, like, I had yeah. already spent six hours <laughs> with the energy, like the opening moment, since we're in spoilers, the moment Hawkeye's family goes, the gasp in that audience, because they've yes. lived through 21 movies. Yes. They saw it the best possible way in the world. They I, I lived. Do, I agree three days of it so that ending stuck for everyone so much more and what I liked about this movie was that it's the only possible way to reinvent the sequel this way the combination of de-aging technology investment in the characters investment in their backstories there's no way to make a movie like this again without 11 years of build up which can never happen again this is a one of one experience I'm so curious what it's going to mean for movies because two things feel simultaneously true one I don't think anyone else can do this and two everyone who answers to anyone who wants Wants to make money is being on, is, has a phone call right now going do this for me That's right. and it's like so maybe some of those are going to result like I I would love to be wrong and be like this started a mode of movie making that yeah. I get to enjoy for the rest of my life and I get to watch a bunch of people build with this much care and have it pay off that mm-hmm. would be awesome I can't imagine what it would take to get to that point right now it's James like, Cameron's rewriting Avatar five yeah. like, right now James Cameron's like Avatar one through four and Avatar five and we'll reach it but he, I think he's going to be fine let's not I <laughs> think James Cameron fine. is yeah. fine. <laughs> Do I think he's not very happy today? Yes. Uh, and he's taking that ad out soon, but 
<laughs> I, I wouldn't worry about him. He's going to be great. Those Avatar sequels, don't sleep on them. Yeah, that's, no, it's going to That's be... what Old Man Liefeld says, okay? The, anyway, coming. get back to well, you, Everything you've covered is right on the money. And, and, and look, so I'm one of those, and, and I, I do hold it dear that I was nine years old when I saw Star Wars 1977. Mm. And it was a game changer in the theater for me and all my friends. Uh, Sinbad and Logan's Run were the special effects standard, which wasn't very high and when you saw everything that Lucasfilm showed you through at you in 77 it was mind blowing and I did get the same feeling Endgame everything that they've achieved at Marvel over this last 11 years is it, it is groundbreaking it is a reset I think also of entertainment and it is it is uh, it really has firmly established that serialized storytelling is is what the audience will it's the possible will at the jump. scale and yes. people will show up yes. for it yeah and the only the only change in the middle of the marvel u that was really obvious and i i thought you were going to go there too is they've really started spending money on these movies like they didn't in the or do you remember yeah, the phase when, one the where they were like phase one you'd always go oh man they ran out of money in the third act let's go I, to new mexico yeah. it's yeah. empty there yeah like i go. just i remember iron man number one Perfect, perfect, still perfect. Perfect movie just because of the writing, the direction, the, the performances. But you go, it's kind of dark. I can't see anything at the end. <laughs> uh, that is, wait, that fight's over? It didn't even start? And, yeah. And even for the first, like, year and a half, no, three years, it was like, oh, man, Marvel spent all the money in the first two hours to get me excited. And then the finales were kind of, now they're like, write that check. <laughs> Everything. All of it. Yeah. All of it. Bring it all. There's, they, they literally are spared no expense. Spared no expense. So, the speaking third of that act first, of this. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, well, just speaking of that, that first Iron Man movie, I, like how sweet was it to close back down with John Favreau? With the yeah. cheeseburger. John Favreau and the cheeseburgers yeah. and little Morgan Stark. And that's what I mean. I don't know if this is possible again because at the end of a 22-movie run, not only were we invested in the characters so much that a cheeseburger made us cry, but we were able to de-age characters with such good technology that Howard Stark meeting Tony Stark wasn't unrealistic. Oh. Because Fantastic. of the technology and mm-hmm. young Stan Lee, that wasn't yes. that didn't draw yes. me out. It brought me no. back in. So <laughs> that's only achievable by investing in the characters so much and investing in your fans so much that fan service didn't feel like pandering. It felt like love. Right. At no point, like when you saw that Mjolnir wiggle, that was pure love. That yeah. wasn't fan service. That was the story has led to this. Oh no, 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 and and that's. It's my favorite moment. It's got to be everyone's favorite moment. Everyone, I go, is that your favorite moment? I'm like, I'm like challenging someone. Is there a better moment than that in the movie? I don't think so. Cap, hammer, shield. Everything. It's- so amazing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, my, my uh, 16-year-old son is not that into this stuff, he, 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 but he wanted to be a part of it. Walked out of the theater. He goes, Dad, Captain America used the hammer better than Thor ever did. And I'm like, that's what they were trying to show you. Like, he's yeah. so good. It was so good. That is the moment. That is the moment. I'm and glad we can talk about it. For me, that... Spoilers. Was, yeah, we're all deep spoilers. <laughs> yeah. For me, everything leading to that showed us the power of Cap and yeah. the power of Thor. They yeah. gave the big three all great send-offs. Oh. They, they made sure every T was crossed, I was dotted. Now, when you were writing Avengers, that was those were your guys. You were very familiar with, like, serialized content. Yes. Now that the movies are as serialized as comics are, and now that everyone's going to be looking at them, how do you think the entertainment industry is going to change? Here's the deal. You made the reference to people who answer to money guys. Okay, mm. the reality is everyone else is scared to push the button. Everyone thinks, and look, Kevin Feige, Feige, which is it? Okay, I, I never get it right. I think <laughs> Sorry, Feige, Kevin, love you. Sure. Um, but you got a tricky name. It's like, hey, look, I, I grew up Leifeld, Leifeld. Okay, so I, I live in this space. Okay, so he has earned all of the accolades. He yeah. is a master producer, craftsman. Um, he really does having, knowing to pull the Russos and trust them from community, knowing that Favreau was due this giant movie. Um, watching that roundtable with directors, I highly recommend it on the Infinity War extras, and watching 
Peyton Reed and, and Kugler uh, and, and, uh, and the Russos all discuss Bring, uh, Taika even comes via hmm. iPad. Uh, it's so fantastic. And they all talk about their experiences. And see, Favreau says, I was lucky to be up for Iron Man because Elf made money. Mm-hmm. And so I was on a list of guys to, to, that, that they could trust this movie to. And it, it's, it's weird. that I think the business is overwhelmed. And I think you're going to see a lot of people just fold. I, I really believe they're going to ask. Like, just cash in the chips and go, we got to find another lane. Marvel owns this lane so amazingly. I got to be honest, they earned it. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at you. I'm, I'm so taken by <laughs> <Yeah>. the Avengers. <laughs> they and did just, it. It's so amazing to me what they accomplished because, again, little Robbie Liefeld would save up all his money and buy Avengers and Fantastic Four off the spinner rack at the liquor store that I wasn't supposed to go to. Um, <laughs> but they all know me well. Hey, what up, little boy? And, uh, but they had the best comics. But to see them all come to life and knowing, you know, just like you said, Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, the, the visions of Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. Mm. Uh, to me, I, I, again, seeing them interact, the payoff of 11 mm-hmm. years. I felt the performances were never better. Yeah. And, and, I, and I heard somebody in, in my friend group say this. It's like they were doing it for each other. This movie, they were doing it for them. Like, we're never sharing this space again. The, I, it's on the commercial. But when he says, do you trust me? And the way Chris Evans says... I do. It's so great. You're like, I love you. I love you. (laughs) And Ruffalo being so like, now I'm cool with being the Hulk. Professor Hulk was such a surprise. They kept it under wraps so long. There were no Funko reveals. I was so glad that we were fully surprised by that moment. And I was so invested in the world that I wasn't even taken out of Professor Hulk. As soon as he was there, I'm like, that makes sense. What a great escalation. I was watching a movie where a giant 20-foot green monster was eating pancakes, and I was like, what a real world this is. (laughs) And and again, getting back to the the, the guys who, you know their names. Names. I'm, I'm little blitz. The, the, the screenwriters, Marcus and just, Kaylee, yeah. they absolutely gave them so much great. It, it's such a fresh. It's not a movie. And I know people were looking for it immediately. What comic is this based on? No comic. Mm-mm. It's based on no. The time heist is original to this film, as we all know. Uh, it is brilliant. It is. It's. It's what I think people love about it. Going back and touching all those old films. You already touched on Howard Stark and, mm-hmm. and Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. That is such a great. Moment, Steve seeing Peggy. Spoilers, spoilers. Um, <laughs> just uh, and then everyone says giving Dark Tower a reason to exist. I mean, Dark Dark, dark uh, World, Dark, dark world, world, yeah, Dark World. I'm sorry, I'm that yeah. movie is is after Ragnarok. I went home and I'm like, I'm gonna watch Dark World again, <laughs> and I turn it off halfway through. I'm like, this movie, I hated it more a year and a half ago than I did previously, and now it has this sweet resonance. Like, that's tough to pull off. So I had she to, always was cool in that movie, by the way. Great. She's, she's great. She's amazing. <laughs> so I had to introduce Thor Dark World at 3 in the morning. Okay. I had to wake up fans to be like, hey, guys. Uh-huh. And I had to somehow present it without spoilers being important. It. So I came out like, hey, guys, you know, Thor Dark World gets a lot of crap. But I got to say the family importance of Thor. So I was just, like, guiding them like this is going to come up later. Yeah. And then everyone got to experience that anew because they wouldn't have watched it in their regular marathon. They wouldn't no. have revisited no. it. No. And that's the magic of this world is I think the reason this works so well is because it's better than what comics could have done. Because a drawing of someone de-aged yep. isn't as exciting. A time heist wouldn't translate as impactful. But the movie medium, the MCU, supersedes a comic book for this specific storyline. I'm going to say, does things a comic can't do, right. I will never admit to better than a comic can do. I because well, they're amazing this stories. <laughs> you know what? They succeed at different things, and I wouldn't the, trade this movie for look, anything. Uh, movies have, even Nolan with his Batman films, there's a way... When you get into the real world space, they, they take things that exist and they, they add an extra clever element. They can take something from 20 years ago and then add today's applications to it. Mm-hmm. Look, 
from 2008. I, I took my two boys, six and eight, who didn't know who Iron Man was. And in the culture, let's be honest, he was not a dominant character. Yeah. Yeah. Had, this is why I tell everyone. By the time Iron Man 3 had come out, Iron Man the comic still had never hit number one on the comic charts. Wow. <laughs> Ever. Never. Not with all the covers, and, but the movies are regularly making a billion. Like the, and, <laughs> and, and domestically, three, four hundred million. So, and that's due to Downey Jr. changing. I, I grew up reading every Iron Man from 1975 forward, and he was never this witty mm-hmm. banter guy and the minute you watch at the end of you're like this is my Tony Stark and, and I see what you're saying because I've experienced it the, these there's a way that film can take the, the comic book ingredients and make them more clever or realize them slightly better yeah. um, and look we no longer there are some of these I won't get into the specific cast members but some of them who are cast are like not tall enough not da 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 no one thinks that anymore these that, that is Black Widow that is Hawkeye. That is, I mean. Yeah, shout know. out to, is it Sarah Finn, Sarah the casting Finn. director of the yeah. Marvel Universe, who has deserves who, a Hall of Fame on yeah. this herself? I agree. I agree. Casting directors needed Oscars a long time ago. This could kick off. Like, this is so important. <laughs> yes. You look at the end of this movie where you're in the third act, and each and every one of those is the character you love. And, like, this to me, like the 1602 universe, that's better in comic. This time heist is better in film, and there's certain things that translate better. Not that I the, would not watch HBO's 18 part 1602 miniseries make it go. happen. But there you know you what go. I mean? Like, there's certain, but Sarah Finn found these characters in a way that. Like Chris Evans is so Captain yes. America yes. that when I read the comics now I hear his voice sometimes. That me to too. me is casting. Oh, 100. That's a beautiful thing. 100%. And Chris Hemsworth and I talked about this in the spoiler review. Chris Hemsworth is so funny that they changed Thor, but it never didn't feel like Thor. By the time we got to Lebowski, Thor, it was a such a different character from <laughs> Thor one. But we got there gradually enough that Chris Hemsworth yes. got to play that, and it worked. Uh, again, Thor. I even say up to 2013 was not funny guy in comics ever. He's always very grandiose and very thou the, you know. <laughs> I mean, they, they spoke that Nordic language. Hemsworth has completely changed the approach. Again, mm-hmm. I mean, he's there's nothing he can't do. And you go, I kind of want to see him be, spoiler alert, part of the Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. I mean... You're like, this works for me. Yeah. I'm hoping to God. Did you not wonder at that point is the script that Gunn wrote? That's why I think. Chris Hemsworth. It's got to be. I think that's why they were like, we've had the script for two years. What do we do with it? Because we can't have someone else rewrite it because no one can know. I think I almost guarantee James Gunn as Guardians of the Galaxy has been shaped forever. And that's what we're getting. And that's why we had to get Gunn back amongst other reasons. I also think that we need to talk about Scarlet Witch's arc because Scarlet Witch's moment with Thanos was such a powerful lead up for a character that's had so limited screen time. Yeah. And that's a testament to Olsen, I think. Like, we've only seen her in blips. Her accent came and left. But we love Scarlet Didn't Witch so me. much that we were, we she were so... She spent some time here. She's cool. Yeah, she's domestic. That's like, it. She's that's now. what I think. But, like, she's she's from a universe that's hard to explain. They had to call her a miracle instead of mutant. They had to yes, change yes, so yes. much. But in that moment fighting Thanos, we felt all of her vision rage. And we hadn't even seen her for two hours. Yes. Like, she arrives. It's a great scene. Rips it's that a great up. scene. The third act is so many comic book moments that can only exist after 11 they, years. They like, did manage to give everybody their beat. And, and, I, and I, you didn't leave going, that guy got the short shaft. Right. I, I absolutely feel like that the, they, they created things that I never looked for. They have made movies that, like, you know, like, I enjoyed Guardians 2. It's not my favorite of the Marvel what? movies, but it's funny that, like, now I have to be like, it is mandatory watching <laughs> yeah. because if you can't appreciate what it means when Nebula takes Gamora's hand, then we yes, can't have a conversation. Yes, yes, like, yes. And I never, I never saw that okay, coming. On, honestly, Nebula is kind of the star of the movie, too. Co-star. Yep. yep. <laughs> she she is kind of the again. co-star. And I literally regret not going up to her at the premiere and going, 
you worked harder than everybody because that makeup on your face was never not on your face. Right. Like, she really gave it her all. She really, I, especially the second viewing, I'm like, yeah, it's cement. She is maybe the second build important character in the film. And she's got to play it monotone because yes. that's her character. She's yes. got to play it very stoic and restricted. Yeah. That's so much harder to emote when you're also like dampened. Yeah. Like that's an Side incredible note, She has directed a feature film. There was a thing going around this week being like Karen Gillan wants to direct a Marvel movie. Make it happen. Yeah. She- yeah no, she, I just read that. Yeah, I would too. I mean, I'd why not? That. Why not? That, 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 again, again, not only is the casting, but what I like, you look at that round table and you go, Really, did you think the, the director of uh, Down with Love and, and, and Bring It On was right. the perfect guy for Ant Man? Did you really think the guy from Elf was going to make us love Iron Man this much? Um, the community directors, uh, four huge, Mar- I mean, biggest opening of all time, community the, the, directors. The, 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 the fact that Marvel has given voice to these people in, a, in an industry where it used to be, Well, is it going to be Spielberg? Well, is it going to be Cameron? Mm-hmm. And now, there's so many possibilities, and those guys, they're so ridiculously talented. The entire group of them. Again, I cannot recommend more Infinity War extras. There's a director's roundtable that is must-watch. I've I watched it at least three or four times in the last year because they really do share their experiences, being overwhelmed, their love of the comics, what they brought to it, what they, had, what they couldn't. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so great. But again, no, it's, and, it's, and like Kugler had already proven himself at scale when he came on board, but like Bowden and Fleck were like off working on indies. Yeah, uh-huh. and, that, and, and that, that was also, out. Captain Marvel was number two this weekend. Yeah, like, yeah, the yeah number exactly. one. Put on like, another $8 million. Yeah, can we just say that like 90% of the entire, I'm going to go through the records real quick. So Avengers yeah. Endgame in its opening, this is what I tweeted on Monday. Number one domestic at 350, international at 859. Those both went up when they counted Sunday officially. A total of $1.2 billion. Thursday, highest preview ever at 60 plus. Highest single day gross and number one domestic on Friday. Number one domestic of all time Saturday and Sunday. Fastest film to 1 billion. Also got number one China opening day and weekend. Eighth Marvel Studios film to cross a billion dollars. It's eighth already. <laughs> the average movie is going to hit a billion because it's at 19 billion in 22 movies and this just came out. It is the biggest industry opening weekend across all regions in 44 markets. Biggest industry single day gross in 29 markets biggest IMAX global debut of all time and that was in three days it's crazy I, no, no, no. It's, I, it's, I can it's, say I was wrong when, when we were like will it cross 300 I was like is that even oh, possible yeah. are there I enough theaters going in I America knew. like I knew it would get there eventually but I was like I was literally like I don't know how much movie you can put a three hour movie in one weekend like how high can it go AMC's hold my beer play 24 hours a day yeah, yeah. so my mom's a manager in a theater in Georgia in AMC and they literally had 12 of their 16 theaters playing Avengers and at night they switched to all 16 and they had like penguins playing only during the day. It is just an yeah, Avengers look, theater. Look, like you said, my family are my four witnesses. At t- I knew at 2.30 that it was obtainable because, but I did, we avoided a theater that we don't normally like. So mm-hmm. we looked at four other theaters that we like. <laughs> and I would yell out, 22nd showing, sold out, <laughs> moving on to the 24th at every theater. But we did because the added screens. Yeah. That's where we got those four tickets, mm-hmm. and we saw it mm-hmm. Thursday night, opening night, and it was so exciting. Uh, look, like you said, obliterated everything. I, I kind of felt like, yeah, it's getting, a, it's going to do a billion. I didn't know a billion two, and then it we was upgraded yesterday. Yeah. Like- <laughs> no, no, I actually, th- th- there's something going on. These movies have caught people's. We're at the market on Monday, 
uh, at the new Bristol Farms in our town, and we see our normal, what I call normal people, um, who I would not associate with comic books at all. Right. And they're kind of my age. And they have their little daughter with them, and they run up, and they're like, we loved it. Did you love it? And I'm like, this is hysterical. <laughs> and then I just go, it's the casting. It's the appeal. It's the I don't want to miss out. What Marvel has created, it's a fever. It's a fever that I've never seen before in my lifetime in pop culture. Uh, it, it, it's something, and, and I actually believe they can sustain it. Yeah, I'm not sure anyone else can create it, but um, you got to have patience. But they are just cooking. They're cooking right now. They produced the Super fair, Bowl. Yeah. Okay, is it fair? This uh, man, I I feel like maybe I know where you're going. I, you're do, going. I don't know if you do. Because I do. Is it fair to compare this to? Like, look, I love both companies and the whole... I knew it. I, I, I want to say you're going to DC. No, what I'm doing I, I went is... Off that lane a is it ago. fair to compare this to 60s Marvel and the way it lit the comic book reading world on fire? Ooh, is good it one. fair? I'm not sure. That's that's uh because that was a that was like nothing else. And the, yeah. the, the the birth of the Marvel bullpen, the birth of that myth, the the whole like the first time Stan was speaking at colleges and figuring out that people were reading this stuff, um, and like they were all throwing ideas at each other. It's operating on a completely different scale, but the way that it has sort of spread out into the world. And within five years, Spider-Man, X-Men, Fantastic Four, like the characters all emerging. See, here's the deal. You know now, that, all of it that, was new then, so um, that's different. That, that, that Stan's brother came from playing golf with the DC guy whose name, you know, and said, hey, Justice League's their bestseller. Give me a team book. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit like... And, and that's not happening here. And what we've happened, and you're right, I didn't see you going there. I thought we were going to we were gonna go to why hasn't the other one? Because I just go, you know what? They have Wonder Woman. It's going to be great. Yeah. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. I, and I'm completely on board. Yes. Like, yep. Shazam was fantastic. Yeah. Like there are bright spots. And, and I'll tell you why I thought everything was obtainable in the, in the short time period. No one saw Aquaman doing a billion dollars. I know it took all of Christmas to do it. Okay, mm-hmm. if you were, you're, you're, you're the woman. But, I mean, oh, no, you're, no, you're, no, you're, no, no, just no, a victory dance. The, the thing is, the thing is that, that, that again, there's, there's a fever now, and the weird thing for me, and, and, and someone put it up the other day, and then I said, me too, and, and what, I, what, what they said was, I used to be embarrassed to show my comic book love in public. Mm-hmm. I, I had all my, I had a lot of cool friends. In, in high school because there were no more nerds like me. I couldn't find them. Mm. I would keep my comics in my peachy folder so no one could see them. And occasionally during the afternoon look at them. But keep them because <laughs> I, I didn't want to be outed. But yeah. it was my passion. It was my love. But as a teenager, I'd get a little sensitive. I wouldn't maybe pull, pull them out in public. And now to, to see that they are, you know, they, they take up a, a giant space in every market, Walmart, yeah. Target, they are part of... The establishment of our culture, and, and these are the myths that we, I don't want to say worship, but they, we certainly... A shared mythology, for yeah, sure. It, 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 and again, I just, it is, I don't know that we could praise it enough. I, that, that's what I, at the end of the premiere, I was like, I don't know how anyone else ever touches this. Yeah. Like, I, it really is, like you said, how many years? 11 years? 11 years, 22 chapter, movies. 22 like, movies. It's a series finale of a show, but yeah. the show is a billion-dollar enterprise. It's such and, a different animal. And it it's was, a long-form television show. And he really did, I believe, Kevin Feige based this on the serials of Flash Gordon and, and, and the, the kind of you've got to come back next week that was I was not attending because those were in the 40s and I wasn't alive. But I, I remember when Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Star Wars, I would read my Starlog magazine mm-hmm. and they would tell me this is what this is based on. And, mm-hmm. and then recently I, I actually got a hold of some of them and someone made a, a cut of uh, comparing all the stuff that Spielberg took from all these different adventure movies and incorporated as homages yeah. or we would call deep cuts and, uh, <laughs> that, that I'm learning. But uh, the thing 
thing is that, that like those serials definitely engaged an audience in what was what, they were crucial to the movie business back then. Come back next week and see if Tarzan can beat the ape man. Right. And now now we've got these movies that how many can they put out a year? Can they do three and four? Can they do four? Can they do five? Right. It's about to be, I think, the test that we see. And then, like you said, <laughs> okay, I'm going to switch gears. Could you believe how good the shows were? If you pay attention, yes. every, you're like, that sh- every show was set up perfectly. And they knew this when they announced it, and we didn't. But you're like, oh, there's the Hawkeye show. Okay, so that's yep. the Sam and, there's the Sam and, and Winter Soldier show. And none of us and, predicted it right. All no. of us had guesses. But then the end of the movie, I was like, well, there's the Disney And Plus Loki going, <laughs> and Loki's like, I'm going to give you my show right yeah. here by. I'm going to go yeah. ghost into like, my show. Yes. I, Beautiful. Like, no, no, no. It's staggering. It's a synergy I've never seen. And I think it, it's, 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 un, it's, it's just remarkable what they're doing. It, and, 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 and you don't want the right end. That's, that's the thing. No one wants the right to end. So you're like, I'm ready for more. And now how much we want WandaVision because of the moment yeah. of her talking and Vision never being there. Like now we want all of these shows just from lines of dialogue, not necessarily yes. action scenes. Yes. And I have to say, I never expected to see both an old cap solution and him getting to be with Peggy. I never thought they'd yeah. find a way to give me the beautiful old cap moment of ha- handing the torch, the shield, and him getting to dance with her. Like they landed the father arc of Tony Stark. They said, up in Iron Man 1. They mm-hmm. set the dance up in Cap 1. They set Thor oh. just not knowing who he is. Like it is. I had this moment this week where I was like, oh man, we're going to become the insufferable people because every person from here forward who watches Captain America the First Avenger, we're going to be like, you don't understand. We assumed that dance wasn't happening for 10 years. <laughs> That's it. That's you, don't it. Know, no, you don't know what it was like to live with that. Yeah. Like, um, but like, thank God they don't have to. Uh, they get to know that's coming. Now, before we get to Minor Mutations, I gotta say, uh, we sat down with a gentleman who invented a certain character that was very important to the Infinity Saga. That is Mr. Jim Starlins. We've got a cutout of a two-minute interview, but check out in its entirety on Collider Quick. We roll that. Thank you, sir. Thanos beautifully mirrors the comic in, in Infinity War by even, like, you know, the way he's dressed and at the end him going to the farm, and I'm gonna try to lean more Infinity War for now, but that choice to have him literally have your ending reflected, and there was a different journey to get to the ending, but for me, it was really the ending I thought we'd get to, but in a direction I never thought would come. What was it like for you watching Infinity War for the first time, seeing a character that you had so many thoughts about take different choices, but then still at the end have effectively the scarecrow and the armor? Well, I had worked... Uh, with movie companies on scripts for adaptations of novels we'd worked on before. Never got made into movies, but so I knew what to expect that only a fool should expect his piece of work or her piece of work to be adapted like a carbon copy into a movie. Not They're spending billions of dollars <laughs> yeah. and, you know, they're going to make some changes. So I came in there with a, I think it was a pretty good attitude is it's going to be what it is and let's see where they go. Uh, I was quite surprised on how close in spirit, if not exactly to the letter, uh, Marcus and Mephili and the Russo's brothers went with this. And so I was very pleasantly surprised and I, I've enjoyed what they've done with it. Like I said, he's He's a little bit different. It's a little bit different, but it's a little bit the same. The first movie, I, I was sitting there going, their scene, my scene. Their scene. <laughs> <laughs> so it all worked out pretty nicely. Yeah, I, I've enjoyed the ride so far. 
Uh, I would like to know if there's any character that you've invented to date that you feel like would translate to movies now that we are at this advanced point in CGI. Is there anyone you want to see? that you, You've invented so many amazing characters. Now that we're catching see? up to your imagination. Sure. <laughs> Who's uh, next? I had a deal set up for uh, a TV series of Dreadstar at one point. We heard point. about that, yeah. Yeah. Yes, and unfortunately the producer died. Oh, and so oh. that kind of killed the project, and so we're trying to get it brought back to life now, and so I have high hopes for that. Uh, inside the Marvel Universe, I'd like to see Pip to Troll show up. Oh, yes! Yes. And I think there's a good chance, because it looks like Warlock's going to come in there. Yeah. And eventually, you know, he's going to need a sidekick. <laughs> so. Now we're about to dive into some crazy modern mutations still in the world of spoilers. Let's check out some endgame stuff. <laughs> All right, we're going to kick it off with a dramatic transition right into Lord and Miller pinning a nine-figure deal at Marvel. I'm going to run through these, and we're going to talk about them. Nine, without a decimal, nine. And we're going to talk about David Dasmalchian has been cast as, I can't, even, I can't even begin to quantify how perfect this is. The polka dot man is David Dasmalchian. We're going to break it down. Now, Christopher Marcus, one half of Marcus and McFeely, the writing duo behind so much of the things you love, wants to write a Moon Knight movie. So we are as close as we've ever come to that Moon Knight dream. I have ideas. I have hopes. We also have the in-game writers, both of them this time, address the lack of Black Widow funeral and her resurrection. They dive into why it worked out the way it did. They address all that goodness. We also found out that Howard the Duck showed up in the final battle. Yes, there are five sweet, sweet frames of Howard the Duck. We're going to talk about where they were. I did not know that. Howard the Duck's in there, so we're going to show that off, and also why the Defenders couldn't make the appearance because of timeline issues that was discussed beforehand. Speaking of Daredevil, Daredevil's own Wilson Bethel, who played Bullseye, shared a pic of him auditioning for Captain Marvel back in the day before immediately tweeting Captain about NDAs. America. Oh, thank you. Ca- I mean, you know. Yeah, you you number two, you Captain America. We're breezing through. And then look at the cast. Look at this amazing video. Chris Pratt tweeted out this beautiful behind-the-scenes video where it is the largest assembly of an amazing cast just hanging out. It's incredible to see what goes into these movies. We also have a first look at Mysterio and Spider-Man, both masked off, and I'm beginning to wonder if Tom Holland was cast because they're both bad at keeping spoilers. Why is Spider-Man always revealing his identity? We also have Detective Comics 1000 sold half a million copies because it had half a million covers to cover. We also have New X-Men, the Dark Phoenix character posters. This movie is coming out. We're going to be getting there, but first, we've got to see what they look like again. We also have Dark Phoenix reshoots. They changed the third act from, um, from space to a train, and... Uh, well, that seems pretty cosmic to me, the train. And we also have the Eisner Award nominations coming through, and a lot of these are polls that Amy and I have had, so I'm very proud of our selfish Eisner polls. So we're going to get to all of that. Rob, out of this giant medley of news, what calls sure. do you most? Um, the Lord Miller, they're so ridiculously talented, and, and, and from firsthand experience, such sweet guys. The nicest guys in the world are the most talented guys in the world. I mean, Into the Spider-Verse is some... like. Before Endgame, it was my top comic book movie of all time, and I was shocked. Like, you're like, this is amazing. When they're both walking up and down the wall and mm-hmm. just talking, um, Miles and Peter Parker, and like, I'm like, can you do this in, in live action and pull this off? It's like they found ways in animation and characterization to make you just blow your mind and, yep. and really move you deeply. They're really super sweet guys, but I'm telling you, this underscores. 
Um, maybe the reason it's called Spider-Man Far From Home this summer is he ain't never coming back to Marvel. I think um, this is it, personally. I, 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 I'm telling you, Sony has reclaimed the spider juice between Venom and then into the Spider-Verse back-to-back. I mean, you guys. And the game. What didn't it win? And, and the game. PS4 what, also. What didn't... Yes. The, oh, my gosh. That the perfect PlayStation game. game my, which my kid... I was like, are you coming back to us? Are you ever going to talk to your parents ever again? No, I'm swinging like Spider-Man. Again, having teenagers is the best. And see, I, at least I know what's addicting the youth of America. Um, but the bottom line is, seriously, uh, Sony found their Spider-Man mojo again. And, yeah. and, and again, I mean, into the Spider-Verse, Golden Globes, uh, Critics Awards, uh, Oscar. Mm-hmm. They, they won. I mean, and I won't go any further than that because I don't want to poke bears. But that you, you do really feel like, how's that work out? Yeah. D- d- how many... Is Tom Holland going to be our Spider-Man for for how much longer? And like, what's the complications? What's the deal? What's the? But I mean, he's so perfect. Yeah. And and then you go, well, there's got to be a deal struck. And I feel like they keep Tom, and it's a Sony Tom Holland. I feel like they bring him back into their fold. Yeah. We no longer have these Marvel cameos. It is an exclusive. Koya's saying Sony this. Deal. Thank you, Koya's saying I, this. I, Rob is not. These are my theories. I think Sony made a five picture. I'm just deal. sitting here looking sad. I, I just I think that Sony proved themselves with the billion dollar Venom, and then the giant game followed up by the best I think iteration of Spider. Spider-Man to date and into the Spider-Verse. I'm I not think- saying they can't make good Spider-Man movies. I'm just saying Spider-Man is a Marvel character and this is sad. I'm not saying it's not sad, but Disney owns a lot of other stuff. <laughs> I'm just, I think that Spider-Man is a strong enough character with one of the best rogues gallery in the history of comics. He can be his own guy. And if you have Spider-Man grow up as Tom Holland has into his own hero, you don't necessarily need to have Iron Man as the second lead of the movie. I loved Spider-Man Homecoming, but sure. I love Spider-Man to be Spider-Man. I don't necessarily want Spider-Man comma in the Avengers because I love Spider-Man. I think yeah. he's a character that can you know he, he can do his own thing so if sony can do it right that's my preference and the fan base is there the fan base is there and if marvel gave him a roadmap and like you said there's still so many great villains and look jake gillenhall is it gillenhall gillenhall oh my that one i know I, i'm just I'm, <laughs> if it's not reynolds or brolin i'm i'm screwed right so um or evans gotta give me the easy ones uh the thing is uh I just feel like we haven't seen Craven the Hunter, who mm-hmm. is one of the greatest Spider-Man, one of the greatest Marvel villains. Sure. I mean, and how many, I mean, so his, his movie came out in 2001. I mean, it's been a long yeah. time. And we still haven't scratched, as you said, he has one of the, if not the best, rogues galleries ever. Mm. And so we haven't seen so many of those characters interact with him yet. And, you know, I, Lord Miller... Hopefully, it's not just television stuff they're they're involved in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so, for those who haven't seen the article, this this announcement was a TV deal to oversee multiple shows based on Sony's universe of Marvel characters, uh, as they're referring to it. So, it, it's curious. Like, I assume that means animation, but we don't know, right? Do we it, know? I assume it means animation. I also assume that means they're going to be doing last looks on certain things like Morbius and Onward. I assume it means that Sony's going to want Spider-Man back to being just theirs. So they're not sharing Lord and Miller. Well, their deal is with Sony Pictures TV. I That's think. right. Right. But I, I mean, I, I assume they'll have gonna... them in the room. Yeah, things, I can't imagine but. Spider-Man's at Sony and they're like, keep Lord Miller out of here. They made <laughs> that amazing Spider-Verse movie. Like, this deal to me shows that Sony has Lord and Miller in their, like, good graces yeah. and vice versa. Yeah. So I think it is a TV deal, but I think movies will be affected. Hmm. And they're super duper sweet, like I said, as well as they are talented. They're, they're such nice guys, and, and they're legit like as as you could tell, super duper comic book fans. Yeah. Like like they're not like, hey, I've gotten been hired. I have to read these and you know apply my crap. Yeah. No, they're 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 legit, and that's very exciting. And look, I I, I, I could see a live action Silver Sable, and look that 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 Spider Man universe book is thick. Mm-hmm. I, I I know the guys who made it for them twenty thirteen to to exploit it. I mean, you got Puma. You I mean they've they've got 
every character has been given a storyline and a and a conceptualization of how they should go. So that is a deep silver sable. I mean, once you go silver sable and Puma and I oh, mean, they're making they're making Mysterio an agent that works with Nick Fury, right? Yeah. Is that is that what that's I read? The read? I got that's that's I thought that was the breakdown. But anyway, I just think there's so many. So many applications. That universe is massive. Well, look it's at Drew massive. Goddard's uh, Sinister Six movie that we almost got. Like, there's yeah, exactly. a, there's an entire universe you, you can may do still with get it. and without Spider-Man. Like, Drew Goddard wrote up, and that's another guy that knows his comics. So, yeah. Yeah. I think Sony has hired a lot of really intelligent people that really love Spider-Man. He's a very marketable character. And super got, important question: Does this mean more clone high? Uh, I hope it just means Ben Riley. <laughs> Speaking of clones, but also we got to move on to David Osmalchian because David Osmalchian is Polka Dot Man. I, this oh would be a, if uh-huh. it was an Endgame major X show, that'd be a headline because man, uh-huh. Polka Dot Man predates the spot. He is a very strange character. His power is polka dots. That is, frankly, he flies around in a saucer. He makes weird choices. And David Dosmalchian is one of the best character actors in the game. And he's also in so many comic book properties because the man loves comic books. He's a ride-or-die sweaty. So if anyone's going to bring James Gunn's polka dot man to life, I think this is absolutely perfect. Although this is definitely a case of, like, I, I loved James Gunn uh, Instagramming his Guardians collection because, again, yes. that is a person who loves this stuff, has always loved this stuff, would be buying them anyway. Uh, and he's looking at the Ostrander run, as we all correctly guessed mm-hmm. um, uh, for, for a lot of his inspiration but it's James Gunn and it's the Suicide Squad so I'm going to say get excited about all of these oh, castings absolutely. but prepare yeah. yourself for the possibility that they're all blowing up in minute three. Yeah yeah you don't know how long <laughs> they'll last and this is the great casting to make no, these that, guesses. Uh, th- that's I think the most exciting movie because James Gunn doing Suicide Squad has been overshadowed by all this Yeah, but once we start seeing leaks and and, and set photos, which they'll get in front of. They're, they're really good. I, my friends did the Birds of Prey, and mm. they showed me like two weeks ahead. They said, Rob, we have all of this ready to roll because it's going to be in the streets of Los Angeles. They don't want the paparazzi in it first. Ah. So that's where that video hit that morning. Smart. And they're like, they, they will have stuff that will blow us away, I'm sure, midsummer when they get some footage. Because that is, I mean, James Gunter and Suicide Squad is... Crazy! It's awesome. It's, 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 it's awesome. just right, and I love that all that hate got him a job. Yes. I love that that was that horrible time where all like, that Jim talent, and James, two teams, and James. all that talent. He yes. is so ridiculous. Another guy who's just so ridiculously talented. No Guardians of the Galaxy. No Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. No new direction for Thor now. And 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 I'll tell you, the people at Fox told me uh, after Guardians did that business in 2014, that's when Deadpool went back on the table. Hmm. If there's no Guardians hmm. of the Galaxy, Deadpool the movie probably doesn't get a serious re-evaluation. Wow. I mean, that is the president of the studio telling me to my face. That's wow. incredible. And you go, that's James Gunn, man. That was a wicked... Like James application of his Roman, power, yeah. yeah, he's really, really amazing. Now we've got a ton of Avengers stuff, so I want to get to that as a chunk. But Detective Comics 1000, I have to say, I love anthology books when they're done right. And there's a Kevin Smith story in this Detective Comics about <laughs> the Batman insignia itself, it's that I think is a really uniquely really like heartwarming story for Batman. And I love Tom King's Batman. I'm a big fan of Scott Snyder stuff. So for me, the DC stuff, Batman is just is just gold. Uh, I've been really digging it for a while, and 1000 is a great place to jump on. So there's a reason it did well. I'd say definitely look at it if you're a Bat fan, uh, but in, also in the world of DC, we've had some craziness uh, moving forward with all their comics, and I'm really curious about like the Benda stuff, which we'll touch on on future issues. Uh, but now, Endgame breakdown. You said issues. I, I love I, you said a, issues. This is an episodic Keep issue. Going. Yep. Now, uh, this is the Endgame madness of quotes we got. We okay. have so many okay. quotes this week. I gotta say Moon Knight was the most exciting for me, because okay. I think Moon Knight is the character that Everyone that loved the Netflix shows wants to see and film most, and I think that's the riskiest thing for Marvel to do because now they're Disney, and I don't know if we'll ever get a character dark enough like that. Like it's it's Batman. That was my tangent. It's Batman Thank for you. Marvel. Thank you for saying that. Yes. No. 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 It, it's 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 the most dangerous uh, in the quiver. If they pull that off and it does better than Batman, 
Oh, the world will, will change. The world will, will change. Wow. And that is, I because think. Because he's the, for me, that's the parallel. That's the guy. Yeah. No, he, he is, he was imagined as Marvel's Batman and is uh, an outfit much harder a to fan to, Yeah, and, and a fan. <laughs> and look, here, and, and again, if you follow me on social media or whatever, I, I don't, I'm not a giant Batman fan. I never have been, but I recognize how ridiculously popular and beloved he is and always will be. Mm-hmm. Um, even though prior to Frank Miller doing Dark Knight, and don't take my word for it, Stephen King in Detective, I think 500, wrote that he was scared that Batman was going to go away because Batman's importance in the DC Universe was was being lessened. And, and I'm telling you, like, they canceled World's Finest. They were canceling Batman titles in the mid-'80s. Wow. And because DC was being propped up by the Teen Titans and... and uh, uh, the Legion of Superheroes and all mm-hmm. these other con- concepts that not, aren't as popular. Frank Miller came. You, you had to be there. You opened dark. <laughs> it punched in the <laughs> what the heck? What is Frank Miller doing? Oh my gosh! And I, they're all still kind of, sort of. That's the blueprint. Yeah. Everyone does amazing work, but he reset it. And don't again, don't believe me. Read Stephen King when he said Frank Miller saved Batman, just a hundred percent, and changed the direction uh, for all time. And and it's true. But to think that Marvel could do a Moon Knight that potentially does better is it's kind of scary it's and they, and they can you know they can they're, they're, they're they, you know they can. yeah and yeah. if anyone can make that character work it's that team that's the assembly like they they made characters like we talked about iron man was a c-list character Correct. and they made him an a-list property yep. so if they can bring a moon knight who's full of pathos and depth i want a psychological thriller i want a david fincher moon knight i, I want something gritty and smart the, the explorations of trauma in the movies in the marvel universe movies so far are sort of uneven sometimes it is handled really seriously and in a beautiful way like iron man 3 mm-hmm. sometimes there's other times where you're sort of like, that's kind of landing as a punchline when it's maybe something we should pay attention to. I think Endgame so, solved some of that for me. Uh, Endgame was a mixed bag in that respect. Okay. I um, know what you're saying, but I'm not going to say it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, and that's just something, it's something that I notice. It's like, you, you don't have to make movies like that please me, but know that like you'll sometimes take me out of a film if you're being careless about something mm-hmm. um, in a way that, that matters to me. So what I found really interesting about the statement is he's like, a Moon Knight movie, if you figure out, I don't know what it would look like. If you can figure it out and do something that takes into account like that character's history that's like cool and respectful and super powered and like yes that would be amazing but like that's an interesting if you take yeah. on that challenge you better be prepared to think it through i think noah holly did it with legion and i think there, there's there is an example of that in the comic space like legion's a very powerful work and I, arguably i'd rather see moon knight in long form because it is a serialized character for me yeah i already see the moon knight Halloween costumes at Target. It's, <laughs> it's happening, it's guys. Yeah. It's happening. Either, All these kids say, Moon Knight's my favorite. Yep. I'm not sure how the world will look at that point. That's gonna <laughs> yeah, be that's going to be a dark time. But it's going to happen. Uh, it's the inevitable. world we live in, you Can- look at this light of Rocket Raccoon is in that picture. That's right. Speaking that's right. of Rocket that's right. Raccoon, Howard the Duck is <laughs> in. Him. Now, Howard the Duck appears right after the A-Force moment. As they're about to lead the charge, Howard the Duck appears for like five frames Right, I couldn't see him through my tears. That makes sense. On the left side of frame, Howard the Duck and Kraglin, Sean Gunn makes an appearance in the end game. So literally, there is a moment where Spider-Man is riding a Pegasus with Valkyrie, holding an Infinity Gauntlet that also has Howard the Duck in the battlefield. I just <laughs> want to give full credit for that insanity that, that is crazy. I did not know that, and now I have to go see it earlier than I anticipated. Again. Again. <laughs> right oh. after we wrap, we're all going there to see Endgame. That's it. So uh, there's so many details in this movie that makes it so infinitely rewatchable, and I also have been reading a lot. The only kickback I've seen strongly negatively was Black Widow's lack of funeral. Now, for me, that registered as 
the character was always a covert agent, she wouldn't necessarily have a public Now, are you persona. saying people are objecting to her not having a funeral? Because Tony you, Stark did. Wait, are you objecting to the fact that they didn't show a funeral or that people are saying they did not feel her death was had the same importance within the narrative? Are I've people read, objecting? Both. both. Okay. Yeah, I've I just want to be specific about like what, what kind of... People thinking they downplayed her death with a side of it not matching that she didn't feel when Tony did. So mm. bo- both things I've okay. read. For me, them addressing that was smart. They got ahead of it. I think it would... Like, Tony Stark's a literal public figure. He's Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. So his big funeral made sense and it's the emotional impact of the time. I think if they threw in a funeral in the pacing of the movie, that wouldn't have worked for the pacing. Yep. And also, she's a covert agent. She did appear in that Congress scene. She is publicly Black Widow, but I don't think Black Widow would want a funeral, personally. So I thought his assessing it worked for me, and I love that the resurrection means he basically explained that if she comes back, there's no soul stone, yeah. so therefore the snap wouldn't have ever existed. It's a catch-22, like it's tied to that. You can't return one and get the other back, because it couldn't have existed. Part of the question is sort of like... There's the question of whether we think that they have explained those things sufficiently in the narrative, and there's the separate question of whether we love that they made this choice to begin with. Sure. You um, guys, I'm just going to jump in here. Come on. Can't we just enjoy the movie? It's perfect. Fandom. Can't we just enjoy the movie? I See, I just get off the line. I go, oh, they're, they're bagging on, not you. Uh, but I, I, I look and I go, oh, they're, they're, they're finding a negative. I got to get off that road. Yeah. I, I just go, I'm going to enjoy what's given. I know it's the culture. We look forward. We dis, we, we, we want to overanalyze. Um, look, You're a comic book fan. You know how this works, right? Yeah, I know. But I'm also but the like, button is very I, strong. I, I, I'm, I, I believe we need to be more positive about everything. I do. And Mar- uh, Bruce Banner mentions it yeah. to him. He says, I tried to bring her back. That is, after yeah. the conclusion, he references her, makes note to everyone mm-hmm. that he, when he snapped that finger, he was thinking, bring her back. We got, but these multiple funerals, come on. Yeah, for God, I, I just, uh, I'm not, that this. Just enjoy the movie. You can just enjoy the movie. Just the, the world's dark enough. This movie's magic. What this movie gives you, there's way more to celebrate. And I'm sorry everyone didn't get their moment. I, 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 I will again, fight for your right to feel that way all day long. I love I'm it. just saying, people have their own reactions it. to the movie, and that's part of our I got like, it. what I know, we're here I know. to do. I'm, right? I'm, when I said that, do you not think that I anticipated that FU Liefelds that are coming at me <laughs> when this airs? Come on. Nobody did mean to um, rob. But I'm old man Liefelds, and I just don't care as much anymore. I'm just, I, I liked it. I'm going to keep liking it. And if I, when, when I see all the people trying to, I just. There's, um, we've really stayed away from a lot of what I've seen in the last 24 hours. The reevaluation of the film. I'm like, what's been out five days? We're reevaluating it already? Holy crap! And people saying, how will we look at this in a year from now? You know, I'm going to look at it. I'm going to look at it on my shelf in the sweet 4K, and I'm going to polish <laughs> it up. I'm going to put it in. I'm going to watch it again. You're going to find okay? how to knock every time. That's it. That's You're it. Break it down. And that, for me, it's a 22 movie victory yeah. lap. To me, yeah. to summarize this whole episode, was, was this movie, to me, was a celebration of nerddom. I said it before in our review. Every movie has a different genre. Marvel focused on that. They made different movies, heist films, space operas. To me, this was the genre of comics. It was a celebration of comics. Mm. It was a celebration of the fandom. It was a celebration of what they've accomplished, and I love that. So, Endgame, to me, is sacred, Uh, but also something sacred to me is 90s comics, and I gotta talk about the most 90s thing in 2019, and that's Rex, man. And and I will tell you, it is not 90s. It's funny, we can have this discussion, because no, thank you for Discussing Major X. I, I love it. It's great. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm, I'm here discussing it. Um, I'm glad you like it. I'm glad that people like it. The world it's is just, insane. Uh, it's interesting. I, I occasionally do Instagram lives, and if you ever see me, I do them only from my desk because no one's at home, and I just throw my iPad up there. I, I see people walk around and do this. I see you two. I don't know how to do that. Man, that freaks me out. I literally just put my iPad, flip it, boom. 
But you see a spinner rack behind me. All yeah. those books are books I bought in 1975, 77, 76, 78, that era, which is my favorite era of Marvel. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, I, I grabbed my buddy the other day because we were talking about Major X, and I actually walked him through the first... And I knew when I put it out, the first issue, that it was going to be open to a, a lot of uh, uh, discussion about how it is very action-oriented. Mm-hmm. That was a choice to throw you into a very action-oriented story. But if I pick any of those books, if you come to my office right now, Fantastic Four, Avengers, Defenders, X-Men, the, the, those are the four runs I have represented. There is a ton of action, and there was a focus on action, and Marvel characters threw punches. My very first comic, Fantastic Four 147, has Prince Namor mm-hmm. coming out of the ocean to battle the thing and Human Torch, and they are on action on page three. On yeah. action, they carry the first fight scene, they pause for about two three pages, and then they, re- re- they return to action, and then there's this great cliffhanger where Sue Storm goes, I don't love you, Reed, I love Namor, and I'm going to live with him. I remember as a kid going, wow, what do you mean? I've seen these characters, they're married. What? And, but there's, Major X is, uh, it is really a 70s Marvel comic. So it's a Bronze if, Age it's, book. It's, well, I, uh, if you grab Bronze Age, you will... I feel like the comics industry forgot how to throw punches. I really yeah. do. Because I have set, I have done a bunch of signings for Major X, and I've had people who some of the signings have been so ridiculously well attended. I am humbled. But And, and, and if you're standing in a line for three hours, you are going to read this book multiple times. And they get up to me, and they tell me the things that they liked about issue one or issue two. And, and I can see that it's sincere, and they're digging it. And they tell me that it's not like anything they're seeing right now on, on the stands. And I'm telling you, it goes to there was a Marvel formula, a Marvel style that I grew up loving. And that's all we did in the 90s yeah. was give you 1977. Uh, oh, Jim Lee will tell you the same thing. Mark Silvestri. It was action-oriented. Did you know that the editor-in-chief responsible for making Frank Miller, Frank Miller, and Walt Simonson, Walt Simonson, letting these artists write because I have a thing for artists who write. Mm. And, and, of course, my, my favorite of all time, John Byrne, will say, I'm a writer who draws whatever. It, <laughs> they both work. It both works. But if you kind of were drawing for 10 years before you wrote, eh, we kind of know you as an artist. Um, so, so the thing is, um, those guys... Who were empowered? Walt Simonson had only been a penciler up until he started on Battlestar Galactica when he first started writing and drawing, and then he got his big stage with Thor, which we don't get Ragnarok. We don't get all of this love for Thor right. without him making it fresh and new in the middle of the '80s. Um, and 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 Frank Miller completely re-image, reimagined Daredevil. But if you grab, grab any of those books, they are swinging hammers. They are kicking ninjas. It is action oriented. And today, I, I feel like. I feel like the, the comics industry, because I've had to evaluate why this book did so well. I, it's, it's, you sit there and you go, I didn't expect this. Um, and the response to it, and people on social media now are very free with their opinions and, very, and telling me, I like this, I like this. There's stuff I told people, everyone's going to like this one part. And I, I'm telling you, now it's getting its own section. And it may or may, <laughs> it, it has to do with, uh, in, a, in a new, in a, in a new uh, issue, Major X Zero, I'll give you a little glimpse. It's about... Uh, it touches on when Wolverine says, how'd you get a sword made out of adamantium? And Major X says, I fashioned it from your bones after you passed. Oh, and yeah. I told everybody, people will love that. And I had one of my friends go, that's corny, man. It's the totally. one, everybody, every fan, they dig it. They totally dig it. And so now we're actually going to discuss that in Major X Zero. <laughs> but it's just, it's, it's little payoffs, just like what we love in here, payoffs galore in Endgame, right? But I think Major X just moves at a pace. Tomorrow, the third issue, on, on Wednesday, May 1st, Major X3 is out mm-hmm. by the amazing Wills Protasio. We came up at Marvel together. We started Image Comics together with the rest of the boys. Uh, he was one of the original founders. 
And I've never had a, a story written, a story drawn by Wills. And when he came on, I called him, I recruited him. Marvel said, you can, you can, we can make a deal with him. That's great. If he's interested, I said, you know, Wills, will you do this? Issue three is nonstop balls to the walls crazy. And afterwards, he wrote me this letter, said, Rob, this brought me back, man. I felt like I was 20 years ago. I was 20 years old. He goes, I will draw something f- with you anytime. And I'm telling you, Wills Pertaccio is one of the greatest artists in comics. But he hasn't drawn in like five, six years. I brought him out of retirement. Oh, that's amazing. And he crushes it. So you guys, stay with us. Stay with the ride. Thank you to all the fans who have supported this book, um, who I, I think didn't see it coming. Because what I've really felt like in the last couple of weeks is the fans, that's, it. that's who we do this for. That's who they did that movie for. Um, and, and when the fans show up and support you, it's like nothing you've ever experienced. It is, it is a deeply moving experience. So I'm just excited that it's doing so well. To, to me, when I've described it to people, I've, I've said it's like John Wick as a comic. Like it's That's a John Wick tone. So to me, it's funny. You Thank mentioned you, like referencing the 70s yes. movies because John Wick to me is referencing Boom. the 90s movies. They're referencing the 70s movies. Yes. So I accidentally pitched it, it exactly. It. Thank so you, sir. it is the Thank John you, Wick sir. of comics to me. That's what it is. And it translates to this, this frenetic pace that is becoming popular again because we're missing it. I agree. And that's why I think John Wick did so well is because there's a style of action movie that we left and come back to. We left and come back to. And this comic is that insane pace. It's so much fun. It falls to the wall. John Wick is the franchise that everyone seems to forget every time it comes out, but it does great. Yeah. But it's because there's all these other giant bells and whistles. But people love John Wick. I remember when the first movie came out, and everybody, everybody here that I knew at Collider flipped over, <laughs> and <laughs> everyone had seen it before me, and we're going to tell me how much I loved it, and I did. And again, I mean, you see that that third movie I, on oh. the way over here in Collider, we saw a lot of billboards. Yep. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know it was coming so soon. <laughs> like John Wick three. It, it and, surprises you. Like this. I mean, that's it. It's everything you said about it. It it uh, throws. It's a throwback to all those '70s movies. When, when I was a kid, Channel Seven did not have news on from three to five. ABC had the midday movie, and you and it was all Godzilla one week, all Planet of the Apes one week, all martial arts, all Bruce Lee, and that's what we grew up on. Yeah. And all those. Hey, who? <laughs> I mean, I would not know who Bruce Lee was if not for the, Mar- the, the Channel Seven ABC midday movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, we sprinted from. We'd always miss the first fifteen minutes because school got out at three, and we could not run fast. <laughs> and I was the only guy. All my friends, their their parents wouldn't let them watch all that, like black exploitation films, samurai films. Um, they'd all come to my house because. My dad was a pastor, but didn't care. He didn't care. <laughs> so we just watched that stuff. And, and like I said, I'm just putting it in this. Today's comics could, could stand to throw more punches and kicks and, and, and pick up the pace. I, I honestly, that's my takeaway from this. And there are a lot of guys who are really good at it, like Wills, who are like, Rob, I, I, I had the best time. I want to do this again soon. And we are. Um, and, and so I'm just, I'm just thrilled with the reception. I think it's working because it's different. Yeah, because there are so many. I'm telling you, man, a lot of talking in comics right now. <laughs> okay, but, There's a lot of good punches going on in different yeah, ones, but it's well, nice to have. Tell me, tell, give me, give me your, your five action-oriented comics right now. Recommend them to me. Uh, I'm ready. Captain Marvel by Kelly Thompson and Carmen okay. Carnero. They're punching monsters on, I think, page okay. two okay. of that one. Uh, and I guess some of the others are recent deep cuts, but anything Chris Omni's doing. <laughs> sorry, I, I, Chris Omni's Black Widow is not exactly, it's not no, current, no. but uh, uh, Sarah Chris Kelly on everything she does. Chris Omni's new work, which I can't tell you what it is. Oh. But when you see your flip, is as action-oriented as you've ever seen. As and I wish we had a David Aha book right and now. And you don't know where it's coming, but it'll blow you away. Oh, 
that's exciting. There's, there's the tease for you. Now, when you, this is sold out every issue so far. Ridiculous. It is sold out. <laughs> Ridiculous. Before, like, before shelves of... I'm living like, a dream, Coy. It's crazy. <laughs> it is. No, Mar- Marvel calls me up, and they're like, uh, it's happened again. And look, <laughs> with issue three, the sales went up because one, they had a, ch- a chance to adjust. Mm-hmm. Two was always a goner because the orders had already gone in. One of the things yeah, that's also helping the book... Yeah. But, um, <laughs> I work but, at a but, shop. But three went up substantially and gone. Wow. Because I'm telling you, people... I'm getting all I can tell you is what people give me and and from uh, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter the feedback is is raw it's right there it's it's excited um so the fact that three adjusted went up and is gone I just I, I don't know what to tell you I'm thrilled the fact that Marvel called and said hey can you do um Matrix zero in August I'm like yep uh like you Amazing. Go. So, so so we rung the bell very excited the, the fans are great. Thank you for giving us a spotlight. I, I, I'm so thrilled. Absolutely. Thank you that so much for being here. Ties in perfectly to our pull list because a certain book is number one on that pull list because <laughs> it will and has sold out. So probably pre-order four because it's going to follow this trend. Yes. Our number one on the pull list this week is Major X number three. Get it while it's on the shelves because once it's off the shelves, it is gone. That's how it works. We also have Giant Days number 50 at number two. Savage Avengers number one. <laughs> if this cover doesn't excite yeah. you, we have different taste. Yes. Uh, next up. <laughs> Up is Terry Moore's Five Years Number One, and then Deceased by Tom Taylor Number One. Now, Tom Taylor is, I think, one of the most prolific comedy team writer, in, like in the game. I love everything he's, he's great. touched. His X twenty three is inspired. Yes. X Men Red is one of the best X Men books I've yeah. read in a decade. You see on uh, Twitter that uh, I I don't know if this is true, but apparently his DC box of comps for Deceased was full of spiders. He <laughs> was like, so cool. they sent me my zombie book cool. full of spiders. He's writing a great Spider Man. Cool. I like that's that tie in. Cool. That totally works for me. <laughs> Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man is next. Anything Tom Taylor does, definitely pick up. But Deceased sounds fascinating because it's like this giant apocalyptic book. Very fascinated by it. But we also have... uh, Tell me about yours. I didn't know what Terry Moore's. So Giant Days 50. Giant Days is one of my favorite comics. Uh, It is from Boom. It is from a guy who made his name on webcomics, John Allison, who now works with artist Max Saren. I put this on the pull list uh, in part because it's issue 50. Um, It's it's like a semi-slice-of-life like school adventures thing, but he's got this unique British sense of humor that's impossible to describe. It's just hilarious. It's so funny, I can't tell you. Um, but it's hitting issue 50, and I was like, that's awesome. It got nominated for Eisner's, and then we found out it's ending with 55. Oh, no. Well, get it before it's gone. Get it while it's good. Uh, and the other pick I put on there is uh, Terry years. Moore is doing his own crossover. Uh, the writer-artist of Strangers in Paradise, uh, an indie titan who's been doing, he's been hopping from genre to genre doing these other books that are totally just his own brain children, and now he's mushing them all together for a book called Five Years, and I'm very, very excited for that. And very save cool. for last, a book I know you and I both have been excited about, Beyond Major X number three. Yes. Savage no, Avengers, no, Savage Avengers, man. dude. Yes. I'm with you. When I saw that cover, it staggered me. I was like, oh, 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 Venom, Conan, Wolverine, Punisher. What the? No, it's it's one of those ones. You're like, uh, 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 can I draw that? <laughs> it's know? Jerry Duggan, so it's no. gonna be hilarious. And uh, but I'm, I, I, that Dave Finch cover, you said it. If this doesn't excite you, just get off the lane. Just <laughs> go stand comics. over there. Just... That that is. Uh, I'll be honest. I'm getting my comics tonight. I'll have that. That is, I'm very excited. I'm very excited. It's a, and I love how broad. And then we'll probably be punching in this one. I feel I'm we can thinking probably. And swords and blades <laughs> slicing. Have you read the Savage Sword of Conan? It's violent. It's yes. brutal. Yes. Oh, no, no, no. Like Anything Conan. You yeah. guys, who are you talking to? 1975. 1975, Conan was one of the top selling Marvel books. Prior mm-hmm. to Star Wars saving their butt, Conan saved Marvel's yeah. butt. Mm-hmm. They were a master in the licensing game. And it, that's why Conan going back to Marvel was so special mm-hmm. because everyone who fell in love with Conan as a comic book character, 
that was through Marvel, and they published him for 15 years and did him the best. And uh, now they're doing him the best again. But come on, did you see him going? Like, wait, he's in the Avengers? Yeah. <laughs> With Venom? Yeah. That and Wolverine? Team. If you miss No Road yeah. Home, go out and catch up on that and then jump in for yeah. Savage Avengers. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It looks per- and this, this shows what comics are right now. There's so much coming out. There's so many different types of books, from Major X to Giant Days, very different books. Savage great Avengers, week. very great different books. Also, go check out those Eisner nominations and read all of it. Yeah, anything um, Eisner nominated. A shout out to the first time ever a company has taken every Best New Series nomination. Image Comics. Image yeah, Comics. Yeah, hey, baby. The Image <laughs> Comics is still rocking and sucking. <laughs> right week to have Rob on. We talk hey, man. in-game Major X, I'm Image so Comics. No, no, no. That's it. Image Comics did... did they are an amazing publisher, and, and again, I cannot... Uh, proudest achievement in comics is when we formed Image Comics, and I'm just going to say shout-out to Robert Kirkman, too, who I feel mm. like 10 years in came in and said, I can carry this load, <laughs> and kind of gave it extra juice, Yeah, which is where we are now in this new, all the new series sweep the Eisners. Amazing. Yeah. And speaking of Robert Kirkman, if you like this show and this guy on it, check out some Skybound stuff coming soon for me. Uh, coming soon, I can tease it nah, now. Good for so, you. Good for I'm you. I'm so excited. Kirkman's great. Now, So this week in comics is incredible. This week in news was amazing. If you haven't seen Endgame somehow, now you can press play again as we end the show because it was all spoilers. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for joining us, man. Thank you for having me. Pick up Major X. Until Thank next guys. week, guys. Stay sweaty. Napa know-how. This month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash. Like a five-quart jug of Napa full synthetic motor oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP. But don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General states pricing. Sales prices not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.20. I have pen fed, that's a fact. I have pen fed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, friggins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.